You are listening to a Mojoko production. Hey, what's up, teens? It's Pastor Tim. How you doing? Just, uh, you know, I was just in the neighborhood. I wanted to see if you, you've been getting down with the Lord. You've been letting him in. You know, he's out there knocking. He's a cool guy. The Lord, he's your bro. Come on. Hey, it's me, Timmy, pastor. So we gotta do, get better I, at coming in out of a. Do I still need know, to come down? It looks loud, but check, check, check. It doesn't sound too loud. It's fine. Check, check, check. Okay, that's good. Oh, that's there. good. Yeah, there we go. Ooh, I found that sweet spot. Ooh. Sweet spot. Yeah, that's what they used to call me in high school. Yeah. Now here's the thing. They I'm used doing to call something. Me boner killer. <laughs> Boner slash conversation killer. Um, I'm doing something I haven't done in a while. Uh huh. Look at this here. Little Tito's, Pepsi Max. I don't know if it's still called Pepsi Max or if it's Pepsi Sugar Free. I don't know what. It, I, I always know. know it as Pepsi Max, the the black Pepsi. Yeah, I can't see color. Like I can't tell if things are black or white or people. So yeah, I don't know. No, I would think that. But what? What? I just What'd you say? A question? I just have a serious question, Joe. Like if if you got a PP or a hoo-hoo? No, I can't. I can't tell if people are white. You have a hoo-hoo. You have a hoo-hoo. I do. Joe, do I have a hoo-hoo? Or a yes. No, I th- I think you I think you have a hoo-hoo. Okay. Um, that's yeah. what I put on the so, census. <laughs> yeah. I have a hoo-hoo. It was like a uh, name, date, it, where were you born? Do you have a, a hee-hee or a hoo-hoo? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are you a pastafarian? How's that? Oh, a pastafarian. Yeah. Um, so guess what I did on Saturday? I'm ready. I do you want me to guess for real though? Yes. Guess you what I did on some, Saturday? You grilled something. Uh yeah, I did. But Yay. but not Yeah, that's not what I'm talking about though. It was it was in the it was in your roofing job. And it would by grilled do you mean interrogated? I mean tased. <laughs> tased. <laughs> oh my gosh. By grilled, you mean taste. Oh, man. Yeah. I gotta, uh, speaking of tasing people, I got to tell you how I got canceled later oh, on. Oh, how did you? Well, let's hear about what you did on Saturday first. Um, Because our show last week sucked so bad. Uh, disagree, we, but keep going. Well, we were, I think we were both awful. Uh-huh. I don't think we were both tired. Um, That's true. Because of all that, I told people if they listened to the fifty-six or the fifty-second minute mark, if they had listened that long, yeah, and they were hearing my voice, and they reached out through the various social media that we have, and they said the the secret word Poughkeepsie, mm-hmm. I would send them an apology video. And so Saturday morning, Heidi had to work, 
So she was she was gone from 7 a.m. to 1 p.m. And so right around 10, from like 10 to 11, mm-hmm. I did like 25 or 30 apology videos. Incredible, Joe. And I have to say it was fun. I had a good time doing it. And I think I might do it more often because here's the thing. I always want to right my wrongs. And I had I wrestle with, and this is this is the truth. This isn't me fooling. This yeah. isn't me new boot goofing. Uh I feel like there were times in the insiders where I just I wasn't I wasn't good with fans. Like I tried not to and literally threw your wet t-shirt on a fan. Yeah, Khalees. Yeah. She, she took a faceful. God bless it. <laughs> a faceful of a wet soaking t-shirt and that was the end of our friendship. Yeah. 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 I I one of the dumbest things that like that is a big regret in my life. Like lost a good friend mm-hmm. because I was just a stupid boy. But yeah, but so I, I think it's cool. Like I had fun. It doesn't take too much time. Like one of those videos, like if you here's the thing I realize if you do it on Instagram, you mm-hmm. get like a good you get like a good minute. So when you do your little video on Instagram, you get like a minute worth of video time. If you do it on Facebook Messenger, yeah. you get like 20 seconds. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I started off answering all the videos on Instagram. So I was doing a minute, a minute, a minute. And then I went to the Facebook ones. Mm-hmm. And then it was suddenly like I had to say everything in like 20 or 25 seconds. And I was like going fast, 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 fast. But I do have to say it was fun. Micro machines. Micro machines. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I was like, put them at the bottom of the stairwell. And then burglars will slip on them. Micro machines. Yeah. Micro machines. Collectible. And yeah. So anyway, but I had a, I had a blast doing it. I had a lot of fun. So um, hopefully our listeners enjoyed it. I mean, I got, I got some responses like people, every single person, not one person received the video and then just ghosted me. Some people gave it a thumbs up. Some people gave it a heart. Some people would respond and be like, dude, thanks so much. I didn't think you were actually serious that you were going to do this. Um, But it was fun. Then there were other people that were like, hey, I didn't get a video. And I was like, you didn't say Poughkeepsie. And you didn't say Poughkeepsie in the allotted time to say Poughkeepsie. Yeah. You know? So if someone's listening to the episode like four months from now, well, let's be honest. I'm probably still going to send him a video because I'm an egomaniac. But nonetheless, it was fun. And it was a lot of fun. Yeah. And I just think, you know what? I don't put myself in celebrity status at all. Like, I just think we're regular guys, people listening because it's like they're listening to their friends. That's it. That's as, that's as, uh, uh, that's as much weight as I put into us doing this thing. But... I do have to say, if I listen to a podcast and I listen to the Pete and Sebastian show, I listen to Spit and Chicklets, I listen to uh, Independent and Irrelevant, and if any of those people sent me a video, I would feel I would feel lucky that they yeah. took the time to do that. So, again, I know that sounds weird because I don't. I'm not saying that like I'm celebrity status at all. We're just friends doing it. But if you're going to take the time to listen and then somebody sends you a video, like I would think that would be really cool. So from here on out, you know, if people need a video made, here I am. Don't have to go through Cameo. You know, I was thinking about doing Cameo and charging $2. Message you Poughkeepsie. Yeah. Just, just send me something. Hey, my uncle, my big brother used to listen to you guys. It's his birthday. Could you do this? You know what? By all means. It's a minute of my time. Yeah, by all means. It's a minute of my time. Or if you're hitting me up on Facebook, it's 20 seconds of my time. Believe yeah. me, I have that much time to give to a fan, a past fan, a current listener, anything. So I really like that. So as much as maybe people enjoyed getting the video, I liked making them is what I'm saying. So it was cool. Wonderful, sir. It's wonderful. Did it's, I mention? Did I mention I'm having some Tito's? Sauced? 
You're getting sauced. No, here's here's my thing. I'm not getting yep. sauced because here's my thing. I only I only buy a half a pint of Tito's uh-huh. because then I only drink a half a pint of Tito's, and it's right. like enough to kind of get you going. And then that's it. You can't you can't pile it on. Yeah, that's if why I, buy I only a, I only get one crack rock at a time. I don't yeah, buy like or, a whole bag. Like a like a boulder. You don't no, buy a whole boulder. It's like this is it. This is gonna wake me up. Probably yeah. get me out, make me a little itchy, but I'm gonna be <laughs> fine. Yeah, and then yeah. you'll be absolutely fine. I'll yeah, feel that's like how crawling on me later. <laughs> yeah. No, I've been there. I've been there. Yep. But if I if I buy a pint, I'll drink a pint. If I buy uh-huh. a fifth, I won't drink a fifth, but I'll drink almost a fifth. So all I do is a half pint. Can like I usually talk to they you play about this. Yeah. Can I t- confess something? I don't know how much a fifth is. I don't know a fifth of what? A pint? No, a not gallon? a fifth of a pint. Yeah, a gallon. I believe. I'm late to the drinking game. I have a coworker and she was telling me that she would drink straight tequila all the time. And I was like, that sounds like I would be getting hungover as I drank it. I don't think I would like that. Yeah, then, that's that's a bit much. Then she was like, well, how much do you drink? And I was like, well, now a, a, a lot. It's getting less. <laughs> it was like not very much then my life took a little turn and then it was a lot and now it's like yeah. going back down. Good. But I don't Glad drink to hear that. Straight to kill you. <laughs> because that does not sound enjoyable. Like the taste no. of tequila is like when you get too much in your margarita, you're like, oh man, that was all tequila. That's not the good part. Here's the other thing <clears throat> I grew up with cartoons and it's funny that it was in cartoons yeah that there was always a worm in tequila do you remember this yeah like tequila always has it yeah there was always like in looney tunes and stuff like that there was always a worm in the tequila why doesn't patron have a worm at the bottom of it i think it's uh whatever brand has the worm they jose cuervo why don't they it's not cuervo it's some off like ghetto brand and I've had the worm. It just, it's kind of gross. It's like, okay, think about this. Just imagine some bottom shelf plastic bottle tequila, (laughs) (laughs) but there's an insect larvae in it and it's been in there for about five years. But I eat insects anyway. I eat insects anyway. Or just like, like grasshoppers, like, uh, crickets, ants. All the time. Ants. I've eaten all that stuff. Yeah, my, my niece works at a candy store and they what? sell like they sell crickets. You're not kidding. They sell when you say you eat them all the time, you're not kidding. It's not I'm not kidding. credit in your science class right now, Joe. Joe, are you in a no. science class? Uh so this no. is not I'm that. in a science class called life. Wow. Hands on life. I've had a cereal that, if you Killer. can guess, called, called life? life. Oh, come on, dude! Seriously, tell me right now your top three cereals. Life oh, is one. Well, we're on the subject. Uh, for like that, I can eat now, or that I wish I could eat because I, I can't wish you could eat because this. I can't eat cereal anymore either. Yeah. So um, it it hurts one's... my stomach so bad. Number one's gonna blow you away. Let me start with okay. number three. Let's start okay. with number three, so I don't blow you right away. Okay. Honey bunches of oats. Good, good choice. Good choice. <laughs> it's so boring, dude. Okay, it's gonna get better. Oh. Peanut butter, Captain Crunch, number two. Okay, then number one. Get ready. Buckle yeah. up, Grandpa. Okay. Grape nuts. Reese, <laughs> grape nuts is in my top three. <laughs> my top That's three would be three. Grape nuts. Number two, Reese's peanut butter puffs. You know, I've never had them. And number one, yeah, they're Uh good. And number one would be golden grams. Oh, I agree with this. 
But I would have to do my two that would be honorable mentions are life, just like the normal life uh, cereal, the white box, and then also special K with strawberries. What? Really? Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Special K gets soggy so fast. It's also true of like uh, everyone is like, you know, it's good cinnamon toast crunch. And it's like. Yeah, it's you might as well just pour flour in a bowl. Like there is no nothing solid about those flakes. They don't hold together at all. Here, here's the other thing that I do. I barely put any milk on it, and and I'm not joking when I say this. I will put the equivalent of three caps of like a gallon of milk on my yeah. cereal. I I put on enough milk to like kind of make it damp. Yeah. But when I when I finish my cereal, there is zero milk in the in the bottom. Huh. Like there isn't like the bottom of the bowl is almost dry. Yeah. I can't I can't like, do I can't do the whole like like if you eat that, apple jacks. That makes me want to gag. Oh wow. The two things in life that make being lactose intolerant, but then oh, watching people drink the milk of the cereal, I about want to barf. That and people talking to me while they're brushing their teeth. If I watch a movie and someone's brushing their teeth and they're like talking, oh my gosh, oh, (laughs) oh, it makes me want to puke. Oh my gosh, I can't do it. Yeah, oh. People just brushing their teeth like so. I just like, oh, 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 makes me gag, gagging everybody. He's really gagging. Oh, oh, it's disgusting. Oh, I can't even think about it. Oh my god. Oh, it turns my stomach. Yeah. (laughs) Talking and brushing the teeth. Get out of my face. I always talk and brush my teeth. Oh. You can talk and brush your teeth in the other room, but if you're looking at me, yeah, I tell you one time, hey, I can't, I can't watch you brush your teeth and talk. If you want to be all silly and sit there doing it, whack. Then it goes straight to violence. I knock the toothbrush out of your hand, That's and it's it on you. It's on you after okay. that. Oh my gosh! <laughs> oh, I can't do it because oh. I will puke. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I don't know if I'm going to be able to get through this, but I'm going to try and tell you a story. Okay. Oh my George gosh, I'm going to puke. For real, getting he's gagging. I'm going to I'm going to be sick if I try and tell the story. Okay. Okay. So I was watching America. Oh, I was watching America's Funniest Home Videos. One. I'm going to try and get through this quick. I was watching America's Funniest Home Videos one time. There was a wedding at the wedding reception. The best uh-huh. men Wait, lined up. Wedding? It was a wedding, and at the all reception, right. all the best men lined up, and they How had a the best men. <laughs> there was like six dudes, and they had a <laughs> they had a cup of water with a toothbrush with toothpaste, and they oh, would okay. dunk the toothbrush. They would brush their teeth. Good they brush their teeth. They would spit into the cup during the wedding. Put the toothbrush ceremony? in. Yeah, so put the toothbrush during, in during the wedding. Now, what did they do again? Reception. Uh-huh. A cup of water, a toothbrush with toothpaste on it. Uh-huh. They would dunk the toothbrush and the toothpaste in the water. First guy brushes his teeth, spits into the cup. Next person takes the same toothbrush, dunks it in, brushes their teeth, spits into the cup, gets all the way to the end. <laughs> The best man drinks the water. Oh my gosh. The best man drinks the cup. <laughs> Sorry, babe. I'm I'm gagging. I'm gagging. Oh, I'm, ta- I'm talking about. I'm not sure I need to know. I'm talking about when people brush their teeth and talk at the same time. I do that. No, he's talking about know, drinking. It makes me sick. Oh, sorry. Spit water. <laughs> oh, Heidi heard me gagging and she came to my rescue. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. That was so... <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. So the best man <coughs> drinks it. 
the whole cup at the end. Oh, can't deal with it. Can't deal with it. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. I got to use my inhaler after this. I got to drink Tito's. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Let's just take a break. I'm going to get a beverage and do my inhaler. Hang on. I'm pausing it. Joseph, why am I pausing it? He just paused it so he could do his inhaler as if this show is so professional we've ever stopped in the past. We like go and take dumps while we're recording. No, we've never done that. Oh, oh my oh. gosh. That was rough. Hang on, I'm going to get a beverage. Okay. Okay. Oh, Talk my goodness. Yourself. Yeah. <laughs> All right, you guys. So, yeah, that's that's a thing. Oh, my gosh. Okay, I got to change up the mindset. So, anyway, you guys, uh, trying to right my wrongs. So, if anybody, if you guys ever uh, ever need a video from the old uh, Joe Insider, feel free to hit me up. I'll tell you this right now. Hit me up on Instagram at the Pickle and Boot Shop on Instagram if you ever need a video or something because it allows me to go – a little bit longer uh, than Facebook. So if you need something, you have that uncle, that big brother. Uh, and it's funny because I say uncle or big brother, all dudes, because we don't have chicks that listen to the insiders. So if you need that, let me know. I'll get you a video. My pleasure. What beverage did you get? Uh, this is new thing. I'm trying out. I'm mixing oh, Canada, Canada dry. dry Zero Sugar with... Uh, it's, it's a rum I found. It's called Don Q. Oh, okay. Same shit. I wish we could be sponsored by Don Q and Tito's. Actually, it's probably good that we're not. Probably good. If they sent me a case of half pints, I'd be ecstatic. I'd be over the moon. And if I was a cow, I'd be over the moon. That was loud. I see the voice no. waves for that. That was loud. <laughs> that, oh my God. that was ridiculous. Oh, dude. Yeah. Um, You're going to have to do something so, with that in editing. It's fine. Actually, so last week I edited it on my laptop and I don't have all the plugins for Logic. So it, it suffered. Like I was listening to it and like my voice cuts out. It's not so loud. Oh, really? Oh, you would think would spring for some better uh, equipment or people. Now, I don't understand this hospital takeover. No, I don't either. Hey, man, Uh, did your kids go through a phase where, like, no matter how many pairs of socks you bought them, they would just jettison them all over the house all the time, just socks everywhere? Yeah, you know what my kids did. My kids would take their socks off while they were sitting on the couch and stuff them down in the cushions. Yep. I bet there's 30 pairs in those cushions. Yeah. And you'd be like, Ella, where's your socks? I don't know, Daddy. I knew. And you're like, "What? where are you? Are you taking them off at school? Like, I feel like you're coming home with your socks on. I don't know, Daddy. Oh, my gosh. And then, you know, every Saturday you go and you you vacuum out the couch. You do it. And there would be 10 pair just shoved every down there. Saturday? Well, I'm good the cleaning, list- man. Reese, I want the listeners to think that I'm an above okay. average cleaner. Right. But it was like <clears throat> it was like once a once a month. Look, this is on the kitchen counter right now. The socks my <laughs> kid was wearing when she came home. Just yeah. It's his, at least they're not shoved in the couch cushions. Yeah. Now I think we talked about it on the show before. Do you have a certain do you have a certain set or do you have a certain um uh, I don't know what I would call it. A, a certain sock, a like a certain sock that you would go to. So, for instance, what I'm trying to get out is for me, I do not wear white socks. I don't wear white socks. I, I, I don't even know if I have any white socks anymore. Yeah, I do not I own have, any. I had like three different kinds that I got and they were okay, but I was like switching bef- between them and then 
the ones that I liked, I got at Costco and then <clears throat> they didn't have them, but they had like these Timberland ones. So I was like, I'll try those. I got a six pack and then I was like, these are my favorite. I bought like five, six of those six Are they six white packs. or are they black? No, they're black. Half are black and half are gray. Okay. And so then I just threw out all my other socks. That's all I'm, I have. It's like 30 pairs of those. The Timberland socks. See, I when we were in Europe with good weather forecast, uh-huh. one thing that they told us, and I think I've said this on the pod before, is they said they can pick out the Americans because only Americans wear white socks. Yeah. And so yeah, if you for whatever reason in, in Europe, just wear all all black. We're all no black with like bright yellow socks, and you will fit. Bright yellow socks. And, and you want have your wiener hanging out as well. Yeah. And then wear like um like a foil suit with a beret mm-hmm. that says rusty. That's how you do it. That's how you do it. Or leader hosen. Anywhere mm-hmm. in Europe, leader hosen are is it are accepted. Yeah. It, it is like a universal Polish people wear them, German people, other and then Polish the, people. The French, when the French Austrians. see you come in with your Lederhosen, arms yeah, wide open. Germans. You you might as well have Scott Sapp singing with arms wide open <laughs> under <laughs> the moonlight. I'll take you everything. I'll have you everything with all my hair. Joey, close. That's my what eyes the French do. I was listening to my favorite band, Creed. Yeah, if you wear Lederhosen and walk, just cross, just skip across the border to France, you uh-huh. will hear them sing with arms wide open. I bet. I bet they do. And then if you take the, that same leader holes in and just goose step your way into uh, Italy, I think they like you uh-huh. too. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And the only way to add to make people m- embrace you more is say, don't worry, I'm American. <laughs> <laughs> This is just a costume. I'm not really German. Guys, I'm not really German. I'm just, it's the leader Olsen. And I just think this is great. <laughs> I'm just trying to be one. I'm just trying to be one with the European peoples. That's right. Just trying to be oh. milled, to blend right in. <laughs> Jeez, oh, Pete. Yeah. Um, so I don't uh, – so because of that, I don't know why, but when they said that, it made me want to fight the establishment. So I immediately came home, threw out all my white socks. I have okay. black socks and I have argyles. That's all I have. And argyles. That's cool. Yeah. I think so white every- socks are cool if you're tr- if you're going for a look. Like the ones with the gym, the stripes and you got really short shorts and you got them pulled way up over your knees. And That's a, a good and a, look. In a sports bra, mm-hmm. it's a look. the The only the only look that I think um, white socks are okay with is if you're wearing black dickies, black dicky pants, white socks with uh-huh. Chuck Taylors. Yeah. Like that works. That works. Yeah. That's acceptable. Other than, but I throw out all my white socks. So even when I do that, it's black socks or it's argyles. Do you have goofy socks? Like people give you goofy socks, and you're like, oh no, I don't. I don't. I don't have any goofy socks. I have a couple Captain America socks. People have given me. Okay, to wear them. Gonna do it someday. We need to do pickle and boot shop socks. Kara got me for Christmas these like these socks with a. With pictures of era and it's called Logan. a dong sock. Oh, I'm sorry, that was inappropriate <laughs> for what you were actually saying. <laughs> so you got me these socks. You put them not on your feet, Joe. No. Just like a just like a red hot chili peppers like dong sock. <clears throat> yeah, but then you started she, talking about your kids, which made what I was saying. It was rude. like a very sweet, meaningful so, Christmas present, and you just yeah. ruined it. And I did. I, I I grinched all over it. So I was talking about the back. birth of our Lord. 
Yep. And, so go back uh, and retell the tale. No, retell no, the a, tale of what Kara got for you. That's it. It's over. I was uh, that's no, because I didn't hear, like it, it. They had your kids on it. Is that what I heard? Yeah, yeah. I had their, they were like their baby picture pictures faces. So was on each kid sock. on a sock or no, one sock? They they had both kids on both sacks. You can order it. You can order socks with like pictures of your pets. You know. Do you remember porno for pyros? <laughs> we make great pets. We make uh-huh. great pets. We make great pets. We make great pets. <clears throat> what happened? Was that Jane's Perry addiction? Farrell? Uh huh. I don't addiction. know. Jane's, Jane's addiction was porno that was pyros a good was band. A different band. Yeah, it was a different band. Oh, by Perry Farrell. Yeah, because I My think. Bad. Who's who's Navarre? Who is their guitar player for Jane's Addiction? Dave Navarro. Is it Dave Navarro? Is it? And what what other band was like Dave Navarro in? Dave Navarro and the Traders. <laughs> no, because because didn't he go? To, didn't he play guitar for Red Hot Chili Peppers when Did the he? one dude like passed away? Wait, one of them died? He was like, I hate this band so much, I'm going to die. No, no, he I OD'd. I in the red hot <laughs> he overdosed. Yeah, oh, you're going to be like, canceled. I got hey, to get out two, of this band. Hey, you... That bad. If, if people don't go bananas for you just saying that, but yet they go bananas for us talking about mouse traps. Oh, man, I got to tell you my getting canceled story. And yeah, people will go up. bananas. Let's hear it. It was bad. Okay, let's hear it. It's all yours. I, I won't say a word. I'm still processing this. <laughs> I'm still processing this. Um, you guys are going to have to extend a lot of grace to me. Uh, <clears throat> so, like, there's been a rash of, like, school shootings and, and mass shootings. But, like, kind of what what started out this wave was that shooting at that school in Nashville. So <clears throat> these dudes reached out to Fiverr and they reached out to me and they're like, Hey, we're having a benefit for this. It's online. It's like an online, uh, people can pay to get into this thing. And then there's going to be like a dancer and a guy doing music and Reese, can you do a song or ring it, read a poem? And I was driving out to, uh, Cleveland. So, um, but I was like, yeah, man, I, I can do a poem or like read some lyrics. Um, it seemed very pro, pretty cool. Like there was college professors in on it and stuff. So <clears throat> I joined the thing, pulled over at a truck stop. Because of this, like I didn't even get to bed till like 1 a.m. like to join this thing, but I'm like into it. I, I like, I want to help out. And this is you know, I'm thinking this is like an hour of my time. This is worth it. It's a benefit for this school in Nashville. And so <clears throat> I pull over and then they they had sent me like a rough thing. They're like, you can do your poem here. You can do this. And then it seemed like I was like on a Zoom call with these dudes. And then it was kind of being broadcast, like our Zoom call. And what it was, was... um a trans person who is a, some sort of priest. And then a college professor who's an atheist in, uh, atheist. And he's also Jewish. Like he's, he's ethnically Jewish from Dartmouth. And then there was some guy who was lightly like, clergy in Ireland, but he was an American and the three of them were supposed to be this panel. And they were talking about what I thought was going to be violence in schools. And, um, this whole thing was like to support LGBTQIA youth who I think are ostracized, but like even more ostracized because this happened, you know, because this person, uh, that shot up that school was, you know, was claiming to be trans. So it was like all this heaviness. And I'm thinking like, cool, this is going to be these people talking about like 
kind of bringing everyone in, being inclusive and it being healing. And they were talking about, they were not just debating, but just like pushing each other on and like, well, maybe we should start arming people. Maybe trans folks should get, should take up arms. Like maybe that's it. How do you get more guns? Like this was their thing. And I'm just like, Oh my God, what the, what is happening? Like what have I signed up for? So it's, it's going, it's, it's getting like more and more like they're just like not debating, like not, it's not a panel. Nobody is a voice of reason. Like these guys are also, it's supposed to be this, some pastorly people who seem at this point to be atheists <clears throat> and not even like, cause I realize there are atheist clergy members and they seem off like not that all atheist clergy members are off, but like I expect them to at least be pacifists, at least be like, Hey dude, we can do better. Like at least this is the better side of humanity. And these guys were not like they were just pushing violence as a response. And I was just like tripping on this. And then <clears throat> I don't know if they wanted me to weigh in and be part of this panel or anything i was so just like discombobulated not knowing what was going on and then all of a sudden guy read a poem and then they're like it's your turn reese so i read the lyrics to renegades and i'm just like shaking i'm so upset by this and then reading through this five iron song which is about school gun violence and i start crying <laughs> so i'm like pulling it together holding it so then, because I believed at first this was like for LGBTQIA folk to try and, you know, like to try and be somewhat edifying. I had this poem that I'd written about Matthew Shepard in the 90s, and it has some racial epithets in it. And the reason is to be shocking. So it uses the N-word. And I told him, I was like, I'm going to read this. It's supposed to be shocking. The shocking part shouldn't be what I'm going to say. It should be how we respond as a culture to hate crimes and to, to violence. And so <clears throat> I told them, <laughs> I read it. So me is like already, I'm like, these guys are kind of looking down their nose at me because I'm a, a cis white male, which I don't, I don't know. I mean, like, I'm not going to defend cis white maleness, but like, I also think that just labeling somebody as their gender or their sexual preference, if you switch that with like, oh yeah, this guy's a, a trans African-American uh, Latino breakdancer. People would be like, why did you have to put in that he's trans and African-American? Or if they say something negative about me, I guess with those things, it wouldn't feel as comfortable as being like, oh, yeah, another cis white male. What's his opinion? So it was kind of like I was getting that vibe. And then I said this and I said the N word and I told him I was going to do it. Like it's part of this poem. I said I wrote it in the 90s. It's supposed to be shocking. And they like cut my mic. <laughs> and then they <laughs> kicked me out. And then dude texts me and he's like, Hey man, we had to get you out of there because what you said just was triggering for so many people. And, and that was just not cool. And I was like, you just spent an hour debating violence, like as an alternative, like meeting violence with violence. You convinced me to go be in this thing that was like some sort of like thing for peace. Like, I was so upset. I'm still so upset. They're like, hey, do you want to talk about it? And I'm like, no, I've already wasted enough of my time with you guys. <laughs> like, I'm not I'm not going to. See ya. So I got canceled. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. I mean, for the best of all reasons, <clears throat> using the N-word. <laughs> yeah, you should have known better, you, you cis male. You're a no, cis white I mean, guy. Like, I wish they just were like, hey, man, you can't use the N-word. And I'm like, that's not the point. Nobody should use the N-word. Like, it should shock you. Here's why. 
you know, like these bunch of cowboys that were two hours north of me beat this kid to death in the freezing cold because he was gay. That happened. You're sitting here talking about violence as an as an answer for the problems. You know, like just fight back, just be more violent. I'm like, this is this is the issue. Violence is bad. So, yeah. Anyway, I'm canceled. Yeah. Well, it was nice knowing you. <clears throat> it was Thanks, nice man. having our little podcast. So yeah. Yeah. I can't wait to start uh, getting the influx of of messages for your uh, benefit. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I, I the weird thing is I was expecting like tons of people <clears throat> right I before know. they canceled you. You go pickle a boot shop forever, and then click the <laughs> mic went off. <laughs> yeah, I did. It's so weird. <laughs> oh, that's no, funny. I was expecting like people I know to be like, "Hey, dude, that was not cool." Anybody to to respond to me? Nobody. I don't think anybody was listening. Yeah, that's Except probably it was. Yeah, that's probably exactly what it was. It was I probably just about, those guys. I think they made about two hundred bucks for whatever. Well, that's good. <laughs> I yeah, don't well, think it went to actual support of that school. That's that's but, weird. Real weird. Real weird. Yeah, see, that's why I just don't attach myself to anything political. Like, zero. I, after our fight episode, I will never again, ever, ever, never, ever, never, 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 ever, ever do anything for a political or a cause or anything because not knowing, like, how people are using it, how people yeah. are twisting it, the 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 slant that they're taking, forget it, man. I'm not, I'm not putting me and my beliefs and who I am and my family and all that. Yeah. I'm not putting that out for anybody else to use. So no, forget it. Even if it's something I wholeheartedly believe in, I would never see. That was the other thing. Here's a, here's like a, here's like a memory that I have of, uh, of touring was, for a long time, and I think you guys did it. There was the um, remember that thing that a lot of people did where at a show, like you would do a tour, and then in the middle of it, someone would come up and they would talk about supporting. Remember that thing where you would like adopt a kid from Africa? Yeah, Compassion International. Compassion International. So yeah, we they did do a- it for a couple tours. Yeah, so they they asked us like to be a part of it. They wanted to, you know, do the thing where we went to Africa and kind of saw it. Now, the difference is we are all like the, the insiders were all like Salvation Army guys. And so the Salvation, exactly. So like we had the Salvation Army and the Salvation Army as a whole would go to countries and dig wells. Like, so Mm -hmm. any of the, any of the pop-up, you know, things that, 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 were for like water and wells and company like our home church did that stuff. Our home church did the supporting and the orphanages and all these different things. And we could see, we could tangibly see where our money was going. We knew who was in charge of that money, um, all of that stuff. So anything that kind of came our way with like compassion and, and and here's the thing. I also want to say, I know I don't know anything about Compassion International. It it could be amazing, all that stuff. But that was the only group that ever really approached the insiders. And we just kindly said, no, thanks, because our own church was doing it. Yeah. So we we didn't um, – I think we did one tour where, like, Bo would get up and say something about Compassion International. I think we did one tour where we did it. Yeah. So anyway, I think we did one tour where Bo would get up and kind of talk about it and stuff like that. But I don't think unless Bo went over to Africa, I don't think any of us like ever went and because the Salvation Army did it is basically what I'm getting at. So we never aligned ourselves with anybody. I remember um, Rock for Life. Mm -hmm. Rock for Life wanted us to be on their comps and stuff like that. And I remember at the beginning of our career, 
I remember kind of having the discussion with one of the guys that were like, was the head of rock for life. And and for those of you that don't know, rock for life is like a, yeah, like an anti-abortion group. And I remember saying like, man, I, I wholeheartedly I'm pro-life. I'm, I'm wholeheartedly pro-life, but I do not like that. You put pictures of babies, pictures of aborted babies on your table. That's offensive to me. That is awful. That's like, and and the 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 example I always used was if if I'm if if a pornography shop moves into my neighborhood and you stand outside holding signs that show pornographic images like this is what's going on in there this is what should be banned and you're you're showing everyone walking by driving by these images you are now the person peddling that and yeah. so the Rock for Life, they wanted us to be on compilations and they wanted us to like, you know, go hand in hand where they could put insiders on some of their stuff. And and I was just like, I told the guys in the band, I'm like, I'm not down with it because of like, you walk by their booth. If we're next to their booth, I don't want to be seeing chopped up babies. Like I'm yeah. pro-life, but I don't want to see that. And so after, after about a year, a year and a half, I remember having a conversation with the guy and he said... And I don't know if they still do this, but he had told me, he was like, you know what? After our conversation, we went back and kind of had a discussion group. And he said, we've started taking those flyers and those things and putting them under the table. And when people came up to the table, if they wanted more information, we would pull that out and give that to them. But we no longer advertised like the cut up babies and the stuff like that. And so then... Yeah, but like, exactly. But I just, I couldn't, I couldn't align. I I never want to put my name or what I worked for with the insiders. I never want to put my name on something that somebody else, somebody else's decisions on what is right and wrong, they can put out there. Yeah. So I I think that too, like even, even then he, he, Brian, same thing would ask us to do, to do that, uh, to, to be on comps and stuff. And we, we would just kind of like politely turn it down, but I would wear some of their more tasteful t-shirts. Like he'd be like, Hey, do you want to wear a shirt? And I'd wear it from stage. Cause then they'd get people to their booth and they'd get people to talk about it. I think, um, my, my opinions on pro-life, pro-choice have totally changed since then. Um, and part of it is I just think that like, it's, it's a, it's a very political movement, you know, like it's, it's, it, to say like in a democracy that somebody, uh, like you, you know, exactly when some, something has a soul or that it does have a soul, um, that that's, that's hard to prove biblically. And I think that, you know, it has become such a political lightning rod. I don't want to, I don't want anything to do with it. I don't have, I'm never going to have the opportunity to have an abortion or to get pregnant. You know, like it's not, it doesn't concern me. And I don't think I'm going to vote based on whether or not I feel that. I just feel like we as Christians could do better feel like that the early church took in babies that people didn't want without question, you know, like what, what turned Rome to, to Christianity was their actions and their love. And I don't think we have that today. You know, I feel like we kind of just are like, yeah, we'll vote for these guys and then just forget about it. But like, so that, that tangent aside, um, we always did that though. We would pick some group or some benevolent thing that we would be supporting on tours. Like, um, cause we didn't have a salvation army. We would do like, um, five minute walk started a, um, like a school and an orphanage in Kenya. So we supported that. Um, there was an orphanage in Tijuana that we supported. There was, you know, like we'd have all those, we had like, um, 
ham jam. Like people would bring in canned food for two. We had pants across like, America. Sock, <clears throat> socks. We collected socks. There was one yeah, I remember we, you doing that. Yeah, there was a tour we did. Um, this is cool. Well, it was a Scott Against Racism tour, but like uh, this group called Anti-Racist Action, which is like a nonviolent anti-racism group. Um, they were like, hey, man, we <clears throat> we can't afford to go on this tour, but we need to. Can we just get you guys to set up a booth uh, at, and carry all our stuff in your trailer and then we'll get a volunteer to show up at every show and then man the booth. And so we did, we just started setting their stuff up, carrying their stuff. And then for that whole tour, like, uh, we just set up their booth and carried all their merch and stuff. It was really cool. And I got the, I got a free anti-racist action jacket out of it and I got to wear it in South Africa and a guy almost kicked my ass in the airport. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Got like, it. Uh, th- this dude I was wearing it and this dude comes up just to Brad who's standing next to me and he goes you better tell your friend to take that jacket off or he's going to get his ass beat and Brad just looked at me and I was like you better tell your friend <laughs> you better tell your friend that what did I say something snarky like you better tell your friend that he needs to have 10 more friends to beat my ass <laughs> You know what always works? When you say, tell your friend, him and what army? That's, that always works. Army. Yeah. I'm American. We go to violence first. Sadly, this, yes. This action against racism, anti-violence jacket, I will use violence against you. <laughs> It's only it's it's do as I say, not as I do. Well, what I love about that is that was what you expected in South Africa. Like you expected to see some blatant racism, and that was all we got. Just that. Yeah. Yeah. And when we went to the township, there was like we almost died for being white. <laughs> that was yeah. all. It's funny because when I think back to the 90s and the groups that like wanted the insiders to attach themselves to it, it was, I think, being younger, you're a bit more naive and you think, oh, the more people we can join with and do these things, Mm -hmm. it'll be great. But as a 45-year-old, there is no way on God's green earth I'm attaching my name or the business being the insiders that I have, you know, uh, built into, into the multi tens of dollars, uh, you know, award winning machine. Yeah. Machine that it is of just raking in tens and tens of dollars a year, uh, through royalties. There is no way I would attach my name to anything nowadays because if I go, it, like, if I were to, if we're if we're talking politics, I wouldn't attach myself to anything Republican because of some of the crazy things that Republicans think. I wouldn't attach myself to anything Democrat because of the the lengths and the crazy things that Democrats think. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, whatever you're attaching your name to, there is a board or there is a singular person that is making those choices. And I would yeah. never, ever want to attach, you know, like kind of like the Bud Light controversy. Now, now here's the thing. I'm going to give a take. Maybe this gets me canceled. All right. I tend We're to, ready. I tend Both to think of, of this. Tonight. Are you ready? Are you ready? Yep. If I'm a company that produces a widget and consumers buy this widget, whether it be hamburgers, cars, beer, uh, O-rings, whatever it is, chainsaws, there is no way on this planet that I am taking a political side in anything. I would rather be the silent company that produces chainsaws that anybody wants to buy and I am not showing up on their radar for anything. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to sell chainsaws. Yeah. 
if you want to go political and you want to have a political company or you want to do something that is political, have at it, man. Absolutely have at it. I do not understand why companies in 2023, if you're a hamburger company, if you're a chicken sandwich company, if you're a beer company, why you have to go, why you have to get political. Like for me, for me, like if someone's like, cause I, cause we have that platform for change. Fine. That is not how I would run my company. Like I would yeah. just run my company. Like I'm just going to make chainsaws. If you want to buy you them, buy them. Lukewarm. Yeah. I'm just like, like we make chainsaws. And if people are like, but how do you feel on this political issue? How do you feel on that political issue? I'd be like, all, all I do is make chainsaws, man. I just make chainsaws. I'm just, uh, ignorant. I am. What's the word that you use? I am. Um, I choose to be ignorant. Willfully whatever. Ignorant. Willfully ignorant. I'm just willfully ignorant. This shit, Joe. What'd you say? You're making me recycle this. This. Yeah. But I just be like, I, I'm willfully ignorant, man. I just make chainsaws. I just make beer. I make. I make chili dogs. I make pants. I make hammers. Like that's what I would do. Yeah. I don't understand because of today and the way things are. It's well, just. It's baffling to me. It is baffling, but I do think that was a calculated move by Budweiser. I think they're like, hey, guess who's turning 21 this year? Gen Z. Let's sell some beer. <laughs> and I think their sales are skyrocketing. I don't Even think so. Everybody's like, boycott them, bomb them. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because like, they just had the, the two pieces. Not- old people in nursing homes that are like, Oh, I don't understand why there's to be four bathrooms. Those people, they're dying. Like the people that are just like, we can all use the same bathroom. 21 this year. What's your pronoun? I don't care. You tell me what you want to get called. 21. Yeah. Unfortunately, the, the sales have shown otherwise and stock took a dip. And so so the stock, they lost six billion, oh, and then they? when it went down, yeah, they they've lost seventeen percent of share, like their their cost of shares, yeah. and it went down six billion. But then there's people that want to make money, so then they're like, yeah. "Oh, Anheuser Busch is down seventy percent. I'm buying." So then when it goes back up, so then yeah. people started buying, 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 and now it's back up to actually more than it was. But the okay. two people that were like, hey, we're going to do this campaign, I believe they're on leave. They're, they're, huh. they, they've been replaced. So I don't know. Again, I don't know. I'm willfully ignorant. And, and I just think, like, if I'm a beer company, I'm just going to sell beer. Like, well, if, you, if you're trans and you want to buy my beer, awesome. If you're gay, you want to buy my beer, awesome. If you're a bigot and you want to buy my beer, it's just beer. Yeah. Like, I just want to make the best beer. Yeah. I'm not a a politician. I just make beer. Right. I mean, I I don't know. I don't know all the ins and outs of the story. I think it was just like a campaign to promote beer to trans folk. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with like any, anyone they want. They're just selling beer. However they want to do it. It's not offensive to me unless they're hating on people. It um, it is. I I don't I don't like when here's here's an ethical dilemma. Coca Cola in the in the thirties, nineteen thirties, they were getting flack for selling in Nazi Germany, and so they created Fanta, so that they had a German subsidiary. That was making the same stuff, but not associated with them making profit off of selling to the Nazis. Okay. So I have an ethical problem with that. Like German companies after World War II, every German company that used slave labor, that used, you know, like the concentration camps as slave labor, they were forced to pay some sort of reparations to those peoples or they voluntarily did it except for BMW. So, okay. I have problem with that. Like I don't want to support that company. I don't think 
I don't know if Coke has gone on record to be like, hey, man, this was not cool. I know like Disney, like Walt Disney was a supporter of Adolf Hitler before World War II. Because I think a lot of people saw him as being like this charismatic leader. Didn't get like all the anti-Semitism and, and the fact that they were all hepped up on amphetamines and then trying to take over the world. Uh, they didn't see all the war crimes and stuff. But I feel like Disney has made apologies for that. I could be wrong. I feel like Coke has. I was told that BMW okay. stands for break my windows, and that's why. Because <laughs> they've never apologized. But I could be wrong. But And that good old Hugo Boss cologne that you wear, they made the Nazi uniforms. Oh, really? I don't wear it. Yeah, I did get cologne today. Hugo dude. Boss is a is a good smell. What'd you get? Something from Avon. I love cologne. I'm a cologne guy. The lady, it's, oh. it, I got it at on the Avon, and I was like, "This looks like black people wear it, so I'm gonna get it." <laughs> yeah, that's why I got it. Uh, like, have you ever noticed? There's two colognes you a, should wear. This is a positive stereotype, but like black men smell real good. Like they know how to wear some cologne. No, man. Sometimes I I th- I think everybody's like everybody. You either hit it like who you are, your personality, what you wear, what you're trying to put out there. Uh-huh. You either hit or you miss. And I've I've come to realize that for me personally, there's I used to love colognes and I would have like an assortment of colognes, yeah. and now I only do a few. And when I say a few, I do like two or three. Yeah. So I do a uh, uh, Creed Aventus, which is expensive. ridiculous expensive, uh-huh. super expensive. And then I do – there's a company that is popular with the fly fishing crowd. They're called Orvis. Uh-huh. And so Orvis is like this high-end – I guess if you want to look like bougie yet still go fly fishing in a river in Jackson Hole. Yeah. Uh, they, they're like a catalog company, and they have a few stores across the nation. Orvis has two colognes. One is called Moonshine, and then there's another one. I can't remember the name of it, but it's like a green bottle. Okay. So there's Moonshine, which is a clear bottle, and then there's the other one that's the green. And I'll wear Creed Aventus, and then I'll wear the two Orvis. And usually, if I take a shower at night, I might put on a little of the moonshine because it's a little cleaner Uh smell. And then, but if like, I don't feel like wearing the, the Aventus in the daytime, I'll put on like before work, I'll put on the green bottle one. Ooh, I get compliments on that. My girl loves it. Uh, I have, my girl loves it, but I get compliments. I have been working on the same bottle of cologne for 18 years. (laughs) High karate. High karate. It's called Brute. Uh, no, it's yeah. Amy got it for me when we were dating. It's called Jeans by Versace. It does smell good, but now it okay. smells like it smells like sorrow to me. <laughs> so, so I got something <laughs> from one of the ladies that lives in the nursing home that I I work at is also an Avon lady, and she made me look at the catalog, and I bought something. <laughs> Avon Cologne I've I've never hit with. Avon Cologne is always uh, it's always been tricky from to me. Avon. It's my first time. Yeah. Yeah. Avon Cologne I feel like when you put it on I feel like about 2 hours later it doesn't smell like it did when you put oh, it really? on. And sometimes it can go south. Okay. And it definitely has a shelf life. Huh. So, like, if you don't use it quickly. So, if you buy the the gallon bottle, it's it's going to go bad. This is going to go bad, Joe. Now, over the years, over the years, I've had my my colognes. And, like, when when we were in junior high, so late 80s, Jakar Noir Mm -hmm. was the shiz. And even if I smell it now, I'm like, oh, it takes me back to junior high. And I think it smells good, but I wouldn't wear it as an adult. You know what does smell good? It takes me back to junior. Yeah, it smells good. Old Spice. Yeah. Like 
Oh, that ain't too shabby. Yep, you put it on immediately. Yeah. People are like, hmm, great. Oh, grandpa, is there a sailor you? around here? Hmm? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Is that, my, is that my grandpa? I just remember. And then you grow up. Yeah, and then you grow up, and then there's like Hugo Boss, which is great scent. It's a great scent, but it's mass produced, and lots of people use it. And so for cologne, like I kind of want to stand out from other people. And then I kind of got into the uh, the the Aqua Geo huh. by um, who was it? Is it is it Versace? I, I have uh, yeah. Versace. There's Aqua Geo. That's me. Do you? So there's Aqua Geo. I'm a guy. And then I remember I got into the Yves Saint Laurent. Yves Saint Laurent. And they did one and it was great. But again, those are all like, those are all colognes that I feel like lots of people go to the mall or whatever and smell it and they're like, I'm going to buy it. So you smell it often. What I like to do is find that that cologne and that Orvis one. There's not people walking into Orvis. There's not people walking into a fly fishing shop no. to buy a cologne. And so I think I think it stands apart. And then the other one is the Creed Aventus, and that's just so expensive that people can't afford that. No. You know, so it's like I mean, maybe if you go to like a martini bar in like a high end part of town, that might be all you smell. I do all but if you're just rolling every single day and you're rolling into work and you're smelling Creed Aventus, yeah, baby. I'm, I'm still not. Yeah. You know, the, the, my bottle of cologne from Amy is probably going to make it another 18 years. <laughs> Well, hey, we're at the hour 10-minute mark. Yeah. Are we going to keep going? Well, we should we're going to keep going. To these losers. Yeah. And say hi to And then the we're going to do another. Okay, so we're going to do another hour, huh? Oh, are we? I'm ready. I don't know. Are we? Where are we it's Kevin? 10 o'clock. Oh, it's 10 o'clock? I can go. It's 10 o'clock. No. I don't know if I can okay, go. Okay, I still have to do work. I just remembered. <laughs> yeah. I think we need to bring this to an end. Okay. So, ladies and gents, you freebie sons of guns. See ya. Summer botches. Thanks a lot, guys, for listening. Uh, was this the worst one yet? No. This was our 11th best. All right. 11th best podcast. Thanks a lot, guys. Piece of pizza. This has been Mojoko Production. <laughs>